Good morning, Delaware. It is a crisp, sunny, beautiful Friday morning in morning. Delaware. <laughs> How are you doing, Molly? I need more coffee. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I need more coffee. I'm only halfway through mine, but I'm doing good. I am so excited. Uh, today is Friday, December 2nd. This is the kickoff of the Home for the Holidays weekend with uh, Main Street, Delaware, mm-hmm. which I am a proud board member of. I'm wearing my This Is My Town shirt from Main Street. Um, I'm the chair for the Home for the Holidays committee. You've been busy with a certain task of a fun event coming up? Uh, the entire weekend, basically. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, we work on this since January, mm-hmm. and so like, I am just giddy with excitement for everything that's coming. I can, I can denote that. Yes. She is at all times, even when we need more coffee. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, I'm Nicole Fowles. Uh, this is Off the Shelf. Uh, Molly myers Labady is my wonderful co-host. Hello, everyone. Good morning. And our guest today is the one, the only, Mr. George Morrison, Youth Services Librarian. Good Welcome. Mo- well, good morning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I bring like the manic energy, and you bring like the calm, Mr. Rogers energy. Oh, no, we try. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. George is here to talk about in the second half of the show his um, really amazing program that he does. Is it biannually? It's amazing. Your I usually do it every other year. Yes. Uh, and uh, just to keep it fresh. And uh, but yeah, so it's it's his first time we're doing it live in a good bit. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really excited. It's a reenactment of the polar. Express. So it's awesome. A classic Christmas Very story. Very fun. There's there's costume changes and oh my goodness, there's lots of fun stuff. Yes. So. so we'll we'll leave you with that tease. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. the second half mm-hmm. of the show. But the first half of the show, we will uh, talk about what we usually talk about, which is things that we're recently reading, watching, listening to, binging, anything mm-hmm. like that. So take it away, Molly. You said you're excited about. Oh, one I am this week. so excited about this one. Okay, so I'm going to try to give it justice. This is actually one of the Goodreads um, 2020 nominees right now, and I. Have to say first i want to open this up when you see the cover just trust me i looked at the cover and i was like oh i feel like a fluffy romance in the cover of this book i was like that looks like a fluffy romance it is not a fluffy romance it is so much more and it's exactly what i didn't know that i needed so the book is called lessons in chemistry by bonnie garmus this is her debut novel and it's set in the Mad Men era So you kind of take this 1960s, and your main character is this chemist, Elizabeth Zott. But she's a chemist in the 1960s. Okay. So everything is a challenge for her. Nobody believes because she's female. Nobody believes she's capable of doing this. Right. Um, She, in fact, she gets her master's in chemistry while she's trying to work on her doctorate. She gets harassed and has to drop out of the program because, you know, no matter what she says, everything is her fault. She. Elizabeth is this wonderful character that just doesn't understand that. She thinks very scientifically, think Big Bang Theory, you Mm -hmm. know, she's got this beautiful brain. And she goes to this place called the Hastings Research Institute and starts her job. Well, of course, she's a chemist, but she keeps being treated like a secretary Mm. or a lab assistant. And she continually fights until she finally meets this man that nobody can stand in Hastings, Calvin Evans. He's rude, he's bossy, but he's the most genius chemist on staff. Mm -hmm. And the first interaction, Elizabeth is so frustrated she can't get the beaker she needs. So she goes and takes them out of Calvin's supply. Well, Calvin comes back to get them. It's not love at first sight. But this is a, a enemies to lovers trope. It is, but it gets so much more. Well, what happens is then 
Calvin's on a date at a movie that Elizabeth happens to be at. It's a horrible date. He also gets an upset stomach, and he ends up running out into the lobby and accidentally throwing up on Elizabeth. Oh, no. And that is when the romance begins. That's when it begins. They're two chemists. (laughs) And they're, you know, the he keeps apologizing, and she's like, scientifically. And this is what I love about her. Well, the story goes on, and there's heart-wrenching tragedy, and there's joy, and there's humor in what she knows. There ends up being a cooking show, which is completely insulting to Elizabeth, Hmm. but better than wearing over the hearts of the women of America who have been told they're not capable, that they should be housewives, that they should be static. It is like, as this book went on, first it wasn't what I thought it was, so I'm like, wait, what's going on here? And it starts in a different time, you know, and quickly moves into this story. But this, it leaves you so inspired. It's... You know, it's it's like Mad Men where you kept wanting the girls to make Win. it further. Right. And we don't want to think about I love the thing, too, is I don't want to think about how hard the 60 was. Like, my mom tells me stories of her experience. It reminds us how far we've come, you know. But the this is this is the battle we're still fighting, too. It just, everything about it, though, I fell in love with Elizabeth, the sub-characters, her neighbors, the other people in the labs, the people you hate, and then later you're like, oh my God, I love you, and you've grown so much. Hmm. I just thought this was brilliantly built yeah. together, and it was the book I didn't know I needed. I thought I needed a floofy romance. Yeah, it's not. Which I may be reading right now. <laughs> and I ended up with maybe my favorite book. I keep saying that because I've got so many of these right now, but maybe going to be one of my favorite books of the year. Like a nice historical fiction, rom not rom-com, but a nice historical fiction A nice romance. historical and strength and, oh, it's yeah, everything. With growth. With growth. And it's not, for those who don't really want detailed romance, there's no detailed romance in this. It's really the story. Mm. So go out there. Don't let the uh, peachy cover with a girl in sunglasses. One, look at the sunglasses. You'll see all the lab equipment, which I totally looked past. Right. But it has that cover that makes me think beachy summer love romance read. Yeah. And it is so much more. So Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. Go out and read this one. Absolutely in my top 10 for sure, if not my number one. Nice. Well, all right. So, George, you have a children's book in front of you. Is that right? I do. Engage. This book is for you. Oh. And for, <laughs> for all folks, actually. I like. Uh, I, I visit with high schoolers, and we talk about picture books and how they relate to um, all lives, not just children's lives. And this is one of the books I often share with them. It's called The Black Book of Colors by Mm -hmm. Menina Cotton, uh, illustrated by Rosanna Faria. And it is uh, a book that is designed as an empathy and experience book. Um, It it has Braille, Mm -hmm. so it's intended for those with sight impairment, but it is also intended for those to understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So myself, I can read the book. It's called The Black Book of Colors, and the first page goes... Thomas says that yellow tastes like mustard, Hmm. but is as soft as a baby chick's feathers. And on the opposite Mm. page, it is embossed into the pages, chick feathers. No, I love it. So it's what's so beautiful about this is you can read the book and then close your eyes and touch and feel the pages and feel the experience that someone else 
re- really lives in their daily lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you mentioned on the page, it's completely black. The text is white. Mm-hmm. The embossment mm-hmm. is black, blending mm-hmm. in with the black. Mm-hmm. There's no yellow anywhere no. on nope. that page. No yellow. But, so, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's experiencing colors without seeing color. And uh, the words are so descriptive. Um, And just the aspect of a child, it's wonderful for preschool ages up to 125 years old, Gage. So, (laughs) but what we. You're getting close, Gage. I have many, many experiences where I've shared picture books with adults or teens. And it's a wonderful thing that folks feel, oh, I grow out of it. But Mm -hmm. what's so wonderfully foundational is that picture books can speak to us in so many levels. It's very visceral, it's visual. It's it has text, but it also has these physical aspects that kind of go. It goes beyond the page. So a wonderful book about understanding Mm -hmm. and feeling what other people feel. Yeah. What an Mm -hmm. awesome multisensory experience. Yes. And what Mm -hmm. an interesting way to explain uh, sight impairment to children. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. The emotion of color in that, too. My favorite book growing up was one called Hailstones and Hellebutt Bones. Um, my aunt had bought it for me. It's a little dated today, but it was a book of poetry. And every color, there was a poem for it. And at one point in my life, I had the entire book memorized. Mm. Because the idea that um, the opening lines was something like, like acrobats on a high trapeze, the colors twist and bend their knees. Mm. And I remember that idea. It just started moving colors and mm. touching colors mm-hmm. and you know, purple felt like fingernails. And mm-hmm. the description of how it all went mm-hmm. was just a different way. If for someone who was not traditionally artistic, which means I didn't have the technical t- talents, mm-hmm. it was something that connected me to something that I had felt separated from. And mm-hmm. I think a book like this mm-hmm. really helps connect us into these things. Yes, amazing. Absolutely. The Black Book of Colors. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful concept, isn't it's, it? It's yes. really amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take it in a different direction. We started out talking about Christmas, and I'm going to finish this half of the segment talking about Christmas um, because it's officially December. It so is. now I feel like I'm legally allowed to talk about Christmas music. Yes, yes. <laughs> Again, I've been planning Christmas for the downtown <laughs> since January. I sing with a chorus that's been rehearsing it since August. <laughs> so, like, I kind of live Christmas, okay? Um, but now I can really talk about it, and I can listen to it on all the radio stations, and nobody can really give me a lot of grief for it. Uh, I find most people just do it anyway, even if they get grief. That's what I love about Christmas fans. Doesn't matter. Um, So Hoopla is a digital resource that we have at the library that I I give love to all the time. Um, It has audiobooks, ebooks, comics, but it also has music. And if you go to their music section this time of year, they're going to have lots of Christmas recommendations. Um, I'm going to start by recommending my favorite Christmas album. I wish you all could see her face right now. It's popped up in the last like five years. It came out in 2017. It's called Every Day is Christmas. By Sia. So this is the Sia that you know from like Chandelier and Titanium and all of those other amazing epic songs that she does. Um, this album is just as epic. It has brand new songs on it. There are really not even any um, any covers on it. They're pretty much all original original pop songs, um, like Candy Cane Lane. You might have heard that in a Target commercial sometime in the past five years. Um, Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> um, Santa's Coming For Us is like a jazzy version, of not of Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which is one of my favorites, but just, you know, about Santa's Coming For Us. And um, <laughs> That then, reminds me of one of the uh, episodes of the Space Age Simpsons. 
Oh, oh Futurama. Futurama. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, Futurama. yes. Very nice, George. Yes. Brannigan, yeah. out. Yes. <laughs> the greatest song that needs to become an instant classic, and I think those who know this album know this song, is called Puppies Are Forever. <laughs> <laughs> the chorus uh, is Puppies Are Forever, ooh. Not Just For Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, it's really, it's really a... Um, I kind of love that. An environmental, like, mm. you know, huma- humane song of, like, That's please true. don't get your children a puppy for Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Uh Or a bunny for Easter. Really, that's the message that it comes (laughs) down to because, you know, it's just a reminder that they they are forever, but it's an adorable little song. Um, So, (laughs) Every Day is Christmas by Sia. But if you you hop over to the Hoopla app, you download it, Hoopla Digital, and you add your library card, um, you can go over to the music tab. And you can see some of the other brand new albums that are out this year. You get, I want to say, six downloads with your library card um, a month. And so you could download... Six, you know, brand new mm-hmm. Christmas albums. You might be very excited to know that the Backstreet Boys have a new Christmas album this year. Uh, you should see her eyes glittering <laughs> right now. It's called Backstreet Boys, A Very Backstreet Christmas, brand new 2022. I'm very excited about that. Um, you could also see, if you pop over to New Holiday Music, um, they title it Holiday's New Albums for 2022. I will clarify that I think some of these are re-releases um, because I was scrolling down and I saw Bare Naked Ladies, Bare Naked for the Holidays, and that's a very old album, so I think it's a re-release for 2022. Um, but you, So you have your favorites, like you have uh, Joss Stone, you have Dolly Parton, you have who else is on there? Um, Andrea Bocelli, um, Nora Jones, but then you also have some fun ones for the kiddos in your life. Lori Berkner, this is oh, brand I new this Lori year. I love Lori Berkner. Lori Berkner has a brand new Christmas album this year. Oh. Um, it's called Another Lori Berkner Christmas. This one is brand new. I've been getting the promo emails for it. There is also Christmas with Coco Melon, <gasps> as if you need so more Coco right Melon in your life. Um, and one, an unexpected uh, front runner for Christmas with kids is the Christmas countdown with Blippi. Oh, Ooh. lots of energy there. If you have kids in your life, you know who Blippi is. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, so lots of Christmas albums available on Hoopla right now. Free downloads. Um, play it all month long and enjoy it. And definitely try out that Sia one. It's so good. <laughs> These seem like things I should do with my fireplace app yeah. on my TV. Since I don't it. have a fireplace, everyone I highly suggest listening to your Christmas music with your fake fireplace your on. Fake fireplace. Birchwood Edition's the best. So we're going to take a break. We'll see you on the other half, and we're going to talk more Christmassy things with the Polar Express. We'll be right back. Oh, we're back. We're talking about, um, well, first of all, we took that book that George mentioned in the first half of the show, The Black Book of Colors, and I was like quizzing myself, hiding my hand under the next page to see if I could feel the things without, because I can see the embossing. And uh, I did I did okay, Molly. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd give myself like You a did really well. Five. Yeah. I was, on the other hand, a lot more like, <laughs> I'm feeling something. Yeah. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel things. There are dots here. I don't mm-hmm. know what they mean. I can have an emotional response to them, but mm-hmm. it probably isn't the actual thing. Yeah, that's probably wrong. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were talking about some of our favorite Christmas songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. George mentioned that Wings um, simply having a wonderful Christmas time is just a little bit annoying because he's literally just narrating yeah. his day. Narrating his day. It's, it's <laughs> a lot of, a lot of uh, songwriters, they, they josh a lot going like, okay, you just, you're just simply having a wonderful Christmas day. It's, the, oh, we're having a party. Uh, la, la. And then, and I'm just thinking in the background, I'm going to work, drinking my coffee, <laughs> right. simply yeah. having a wonderful normal day. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, but, but, it, but, but, but the simplicity of it is so, so uh, mesmerizing because it is so simple. So, so well, 
lot. things mm-hmm. are, are good thing, for us sometimes. It must be a thing with the Beatles because they have the woke up, got out of yeah. bed, yeah. got a comb across my head. You yeah, know? That's right. <laughs> it's like Beatles, get with it. No. As Beatles, now what they would do. And they'll just keep doing it. They'll just keep doing it forever and ever. <laughs> well, we are back uh, with Off the Shelf talking uh, with Mr. George, the librarian, about his All Aboard the Polar Express program. Mm-hmm. It is coming up to the main library on Tuesday, December 13th at 6.30 p.m. Um, this is such a fun one. You said it's the first time back in person in quite some time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited. So first, remind us a little bit about the Polar Express. Well, mm-hmm. of course, a tremendous uh, picture book. It originally mm-hmm. came out as a picture book. And uh, a lot of children know it through also the movie with featuring Tom Hanks. And I was right. inspired by Tom Hanks and how uh, he plays multiple characters. He you know, mm-hmm. does the the conductor, all aboard, well, kids, you're coming. And uh, then, of course, he does he does one of the engineers as well. Oh, we got to get this moving. And then <laughs> there's this spirit, hey, kids, you know, is seeing is believing. And it's really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, just that that one person aspect can do all these voices. And uh, I, lo- I wanted to integrate that into a kind of a holiday themed, but also a stepping away from the holiday theme aspect. Um, for years, uh, I've done uh, It's All Aboard for Kindness and mm-hmm. uh, talking about a different concept. So the train ride in their imagination is a different train ride to kindness, All Aboard for Kindness. I love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, just talking about how the, the importance of sharing and giving of yourself and of your time but also you know being kind to others but also being kind to yourself this time mm-hmm. of year especially because there's a lot of pressure uh, for both adults and children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of anxiety so it's always good to step back and remind yourself to be kind to yourself as well that's mm-hmm. really wonderful mm-hmm. i love that adaptation it's a good of reminder it. for all of us i think the parents who come along need that as well yes, right now yes that and one hits me yeah. <laughs> parents and adults adults and yes. children have come to this program just because they love the polex or they have an emotional connection mm-hmm. to the polar express so all are welcome That's for right. this program mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when people come to the main library again tuesday december mm-hmm. 13th at 6 30 mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. what what should they expect is it kind of like a an interactive is it a performance what it, do they see? certainly from 6 30 to 7 we have a performance but Mm -hmm. uh at the same time out in the children's area from six to eight we'll have some interactive train activities for children and adults great uh Mm -hmm. so if children need a break during the story time they can come out and uh again the library is very welcoming to all if you need Mm -hmm. a break from a story time or a program there's no judgment please always Mm -hmm. you know walk out take a breather for yourself or for your child Mm -hmm. and uh that's we're here for you it's not that you're supposed to be there for us you need Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself but we'll have activities and crafts and interactives uh toy trains model trains and in fact i just set up the al roop layout we call it it was donated by stephen jeffress it's going to be on display the whole month of december wonderful so exciting yes it's in our children's area at the delaware main library and then we also have uh, other train displays will be bringing for the 13th um mm-hmm. and i did want to make a special note alan smith had donated some end scale supplies to the library he unfortunately recently passed away mm-hmm. i just found out and i was very sad to hear that but we are working to do a winter train display to utilize a lot of the products that alan gave to the library uh in january of 2024 we're planning so if you're interested in mm-hmm. volunteering please email me at g morrison g-m-o-r-r-i-s-o-n at delaware library or if you call the library and ask for Mr. George, 
they can connect you with me if you're interested in helping out. So that's always a big event. We always have over 500 folks for that. Mm-hmm. So we're planning January 2024, winter train display. It's an all-day event. We have trains running, interactive activities. So this year we wanted to do kind of a mini display with interactivity for children during the Polar Express program on the 13th. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's very exciting. Well, you have instruments in front of you. We try. Yeah. I could not <laughs> let an episode with Mr. George <laughs> pass without giving you the opportunity to grace us with uh, – um, some sort of music. Well, so. thanks. I've got a new tune today. Wonderful. Uh, it developed this one. It just, uh, as an adult, it, it, I, I sometimes would say this phrase, and um, it's good for the adults and, of course, for the children. I'll do some adult examples. Oh, I'll do a child example and an adult <laughs> example. Think no do when you need to do it. Think no do when you need to get it done. Sometimes... We need to do things. We do. And we think a lot. Thinking and knowing are two different things. Mm-hmm. So if a child thinks, I need to tie my shoelaces, oh, I don't know how. I'll just use staples. Yes. Is that a good idea, Gage? Potentially. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> also potentially Gage, dangerous. Gage, let me see those shoes. There will, there will be blood, too. It's dangerous. Staples and children. But they could also learn to know. So if they think they need to tie their shoes, then they need to learn how to know. So they could ask an adult, can you show me how? Because stapling your shoelaces, it's going to be hard to get those off. That's going to be really, there's going to be blood involved. So so think no do. That's right. Think no do when you need to do it. Think no do when you need to get it done. Oh, man, I've got to rotate my tires. Oh, gosh. So I think I think I could just, you know, take them off and then make them real tight. So tight that my face turns red. Well, they might be hard to get off. Later. Mm-hmm. So I need to gain some knowledge. I'm going to use all data database to find out the torque specs <laughs> on my wheel nuts. How about that? So that way they're tight enough and it's safe. And I can also remove them later. Yes. When I'm stuck on the side of the road. <laughs> so that's the, see, see this process thinking, knowing, then doing, right? Because right. uh-huh. sometimes we think and then we do and then can't get our tires, our wheels off, right? Off our car. <laughs> Think no do when you need to do it. Think no do when you need to get it done. Well, so sometimes we make assumptions and we think we know things and maybe it would help. Maybe uh, I wanted to, to buy a, a pop for Gage or something. I say I think Gage. I is like a, that idea. Gage is a fun-loving guy. I bet you he'd like a Red Bull. <laughs> you are not wrong. Uh, yeah. But then I get I get the Raspberry Red Bull, and I didn't think to ask Gage to find out knowledge about Gage. Gage, what what flavor what flavor Red Bull do you like? That's a good question. I haven't had Red Bull in a while. Oh, okay. We'll see. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> now I know that Gage hasn't had a Red Bull in a while. So stick with the original. I'll say, would you like some water? That's pretty sure. Scary. We'll go with that. Here we go. <laughs> think no do. When you need to do it, think no do when you need to get it done. Oh, wonderful. Nice. Well, that leads us right out of our segment. There is um, just a little bit happening at the library this week, but I would just encourage you to go online to DelawareLibrary.org. Click on our events tab, see what's mm-hmm. happening, but make sure you have your calendar marked for Tuesday, December 13th at 630 at the main library yep. for All Aboard the Polar Express. That's right. Thank you, Mr. George. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Molly, my co-host. Fun as always. Thank you, Gage. Of course. And until next week, we will see you in the stacks.